The Sounds of Blackness is a group that I've been familiar with for decades now. Optimistic is a tune that I still play from the early 90s. Maybe for some of our listeners who aren't quite so familiar with The Sounds of Blackness, can you tell us a little bit about you guys? Certainly. We've been around for a while. As a matter of fact, uh, Miranda Ray, in 2021, we'll be blessed to celebrate our 50th anniversary. We call it 50 Years of Blackness. We began at my alma mater here in uh, the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. McAllister College. And I know there's many McAllister grads in the UK, so a shout out to them as well. But there was a group way back in 1969, way before you were born, and it was called the McAllister College Black Voices. And a few years later in 1971, they brought me on as director. And you know, the vision that God gave me for the group was to follow the, the, the template set by people like Duke Ellington. Now we hear Duke's name and we think of jazz, and of course we should, but Duke also did blues, gospel, anthems, spirituals. He did the music of the culture. And so that that template had already, people say sometimes, where did you get the idea from to, to do so many different genres? And, and I always point to Duke Ellington. And so we needed a name that would reflect the fact that we would be doing every sound of blackness, rock and jazz and blues and, and spirituals. And that's the origin of the name Sounds of Blackness. And it works as well. Just tell us, how many are there actually involved in the Sounds of Blackness? We have a grand total of Miranda Ray of 30, right? 26 singers and a 10-piece band. And uh, I'm glad that you may ask that question because so often, and, and we understand that the, the focus is, is primarily upon our vocalists, but all that, as you folks would say, brilliant uh, uh, instrumentation behind Sound of Blackness, that's not some hired help or some outside group. Our band are, are full-fledged members, and many of them long-term members and long-time members of Sounds of Blackness. Yeah, and it really, I think that's where so much of the power comes from as well. You know, that, yeah. that massive band and uh, the incredible voices that you guys have as well. It is, it is amazing. What do you think the recipe is for your success and for your longevity for lasting five decades? <laughs> well, you know, first and foremost, only by the grace of God, Miranda Ray, there's three major components. First and foremost, by the grace of God. Secondly, by the dedication of some amazingly talented musicians and singers that, that make up the Sounds of Blackness. And of course, now we're into our next generation of Sounds of Blackness members. But the third component is what brings you in. You know, there's a scripture that says, how will they hear without a preacher? Well, if you turn that to music, it's like, how will people hear without a station, without a DJ, without a Miranda Ray, without Ujima? So thank you for your support. In fact, on the international spectrum, uh, the UK, uh, was and, and and has been Sounds of Blackness number one international market, which is why we've been there and uh, right right ahead of Japan. Um, wow. But that's why we've been uh, to the UK uh, internationally the most times. But but those are the three components, uh, no doubt, of the 50 years: uh, the blessings of God, the support and dedication of Sounds of Blackness members, and the love and support of people like yourself and your listeners. We don't call them fans; we call them our extended family. That's amazing. That's what we call our, uh, this is the same with our Ujima listeners as well. It's our Ujima family. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's great to hear. So who, how does it work? I mean, is there one person that composes, one person who writes lyrics or is it a team effort? How does it work? It's great questions, by the way. So we are blessed, among other things, with a cadre of talented writers 
uh, as well as singers and musicians. And so usually, while I wind up doing most of the writing and, and production and arrangement, we have several other very talented writers. Among them, our assistant director, Billy Steele, who is, is usually on the B3 on stage. People know recognize Billy's voice. Our choreographer and one of our main leads, Carrie Harrington, a good British name there. And Nesby's daughter, Jamicia Bennett. So so we, we have a number of writers, and usually they'll bring the songs to me uh, pretty much completed. Sometimes we'll collaborate on, on a lyric or, or a song kind of thing, but usually they'll have an idea already and bring it to me, and then we present it to the group. Incredible. One of the main reasons that um, you came to my attention again was you've just had a new single out, which is phenomenal. It's on our playlist here at Ujima. It's called Sick and Tired. And, Thanks. you know, it, it's just, it's, it's in the moment. It's kind of reflecting where a lot of people are at especially the older black community, you know, yes. sick, sick and tired. It's great to see the younger generation feeling really empowered. But can you just tell yeah. us a little bit about the lyrics, the inspiration behind the song? Okay. Great questions, Miranda Ray. Okay, well, in the order that you asked, my sister, the inspiration behind the words. Well, first of all, those specific words and, and people around the world have heard that saying, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Those are the words of the late, great civil rights leader, Fannie Lou Hamer from Mississippi. And in 1964, Miranda Ray, the first internationally televised Democratic National Convention, Fannie Lou Hamer stood before the convention and, and spoke those words, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And she's speaking of injustice and inequality and, and white supremacy and brutality. And here we are a half century later, and those words are still as relevant, if not more so. So the words themselves came from Fannie Lou Hamer. And then of course, the incident right here, as you know, the murder of Brother George Floyd. And, and I have to tell you, Miranda Ray, that incident literally happened five blocks from where Sounds of Blackness rehearsed. At, at the, yes, I mean, so we were like right in, in the midst of it. Yes, yes, wow. I mean, and that's our neighborhood where we live and work and five blocks where we rehearse. And, and we normally, speaking of rehearsal, Miranda, we, we normally have our vocal rehearsals on Tuesday evenings. But the Tuesday, uh, that Tuesday was the first evening of the protest. And there were tens of thousands of people at the site. I'm sure you've seen the footage. Yeah. And I'll, I'll wind up the answer by saying this in terms of the inspiration. A young white teenage girl came up to me in the crowd. She had her Black Lives Matter sign. And I said, young lady, it's so great that you're out here. And she recognized me from the group and she said, Mr. Sounds of Blackness, you guys are one of my favorite groups and, and I know you guys are going to do a song about this. And I said, young lady, you're right. And, and I'll never forget the next thing she said, Miranda. She said, Mr. Sounds of Blackness, please don't make it a happy song. And I said, young lady, I promise you that will not happen. And Miranda, we've been receiving dozens and still are dozens and dozens of offers to collaborate on peace and love songs. Now, are we about peace and love? Of course we are. But right now, it's a time to express anger and outrage and righteous indignation and a call to action. We called on the words of Fannie Lou Hamer. And that's how Sick and Tired came to be. It's, it's incredible. And, uh, you know, what, what I love is that so many people have come together. You know, it's yes. George Floyd. It was awful. It was a brutal murder. But the catalyst of it's just enough is enough. And I feel that it's a, it's a, the cause of a global movement that has yes. brought so many people together. I just hope it is a movement and not a moment. But songs like this keep that movement going. And that's what's so important. And yeah, I just 
hats off to you guys. I think it's incredible what you're doing. When was the single it, released? It was actually released on July 1st. So, you know, just, uh, just a few weeks old, basically. A couple of things about that. We want it to be an anthem for this current day movement. And of course, you know, on, on, the, on the music business side, we released it as a single and all of that, but we wanted it to be, like you said, not a, mom a moment, but a part of the movement, an ongoing movement. And so we've done a couple of things to help ensure that one, you know, we made the single available in traditional form so people can purchase it on our website, soundsofblackness.org. And people have asked about the t-shirts uh, that we're wearing in, in the video, which you can see on YouTube. And we've made those available, but not just for purchase sake. We are going to donate Sounds of Blackness will a portion of those proceeds to the George Floyd Scholarship Fund. Amazing and incredible. And then the other question is, who is it that you've collaborated with? HSRA, who's that? Yeah. Who are they? Okay. HSRA, that stands for High School for Recording Arts. And so these are teenagers, the young ladies, the very young ladies that you see in the video are from HSRA, High School for Recording Arts. And it's interesting that you ask because a lot of people have asked about the footage in the video, where that was filmed, if that was actually a prop set because they said it looked like a war zone. And you know what? It was a war zone. That was right in the neighborhood, a block from where we rehearsed. So we, we kept everything real, as I said, kept it 100. So uh, in fact, Miranda, the, the day that we shot, some of the, the rubbish was still smoldering. You know, it had been that fresh. So we, we wanted it to be real, but H, that's right across the street from High School for Recording Arts. And so shout out to them. And we also had uh, students from uh, that great school uh, as guests on our previous single called Royalty. So how is the mood now in Minneapolis? The mood remains uh, uh, tense and intense, especially because three of uh, the officers who were involved in, in the lynching and murder of George Floyd are walking around free, not, e not even being held you know, during this time. And the trial is not until January of next year. So the protests are ongoing. We're not letting up. We're keeping up the intensity and, and monitoring the situation very closely. But it's, it's keeping everybody mobilized. So like you say, and I love the way you put that, that it's not just a moment, but a movement. Yeah, I feel very passionate about that. And Bristol, yeah. Bristol in the UK reacted in its way and it was during a pandemic, so it was very hard. A lot of the elder in the communities felt like they couldn't protest or, you know, yeah. and they were sick and tired and should they be doing it during a pandemic? And then what was so empowering was to see the younger generation. They just were like, no, this is enough, we're doing it. And thousands and thousands and thousands of people took to the streets. They toppled, yeah. the, they toppled the statue of the slave trader, Edward Colston, which made yeah. it go global, which just helped the conversation. And made, it was just, for me, a, a most iconic moment in history that I'll never forget. And, and I just, again, thank you so much for everything that you're doing keeping this movement going and it's been a real pleasure to talk to you so just remind our listeners how they can get hold of your your track please certainly if they want to go conventional they have a few different options of course sick and tired is available right now on itunes on spotify on amazon but you know you can just as we say here you can kill two birds with one stone and just go to soundsofblackness.org soundsofblackness.org that's our website and with the press of a button you can uh, purchase the single uh, and the t-shirt and mask. People have asked about those. And you can know that when you do that, you're contributing to the George Floyd Scholarship Fund and to the movement. 
thank you and the entire UK family for all of your support. And we will stay in touch with you and keep you posted on everything.